Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the book of Romans with part two of this message entitled, Our Life in the World, preached March the 4th, 2012. Let's turn to Romans chapter 12 and verse 19 through the end. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. You don't like wrath? A lot of people don't like it. It will be outpoured in due time. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, that is to punish. I will repay. Look at verse 17. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. But here it is, I will do it. I will repay it. By the way, the prohibition here is against personal retaliation of a believer against his persecutor and his enemy. This is not prohibition against God's action in revenge against anybody directly in history or through the agents. You read Matthew 23, go home and read. Jesus calls these people, you blind fools, hypocrites, white wall sepulcher. Or St. Peter speaking to Simon Magus, you and your money go to hell. Or St. Paul in Galatians 1, 8 and 9. If we or an angel will speak another gospel, go to hell. Or 1 Corinthians 16, 22. If you don't love the Lord, go to hell. You see, we want to be careful when we preach what we preach. So this is simply prohibiting you from personally taking revenge. So verse 17 says, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Verse 19 says what? I will repay it. And let me tell you, sir, every sin, big or small, is against God. Against thee, thee only have I sinned. And every sin must be punished either in a substitute that is Jesus Christ or in the sinner who refuses to believe in Jesus Christ. It is mine to avenge, I will repay. In the Greek text, there is emphasis. Mine is the punishment. I, ego, I will repay it. It's a guarantee, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So, in this section, 12, 19 through 20... We dealt with 
Number one, do not take revenge. Number two, give place to the wrath of God. And now number three, it is the Lord's business to punish every rebellious, unrepentant sinner and evil do it. And this is a quotation from Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 35 it is mine to avenge I will repay in due time in due time there is an appointed time sir in due time their foot will slip their day of disaster is near and their doom rushes upon And verse 43, rejoice, O nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants. He will take vengeance on his enemies and make atonement for his land and people. It is quoted in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 30 and 31. For we know him who said, it is mine to avenge. I will repay and again the Lord will judge his people and then he says it is what a dreadful thing you have problem fearing the Lord fear of God is the beginning of wisdom fear God and shun evil fear God and obey God's will you don't like it then this is your Lord it is a what dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And later on in Hebrews 12 verse 29. It is stated what? Our God is what? A consuming fire. If God is a moral God. Then he must punish. Every sin must be punished. He cannot let go even one sin not punished. It will happen, sir. But don't you take vengeance upon that person. It is the Lord's business. Saul was persecuting the church. But what did Jesus say? Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? The church is the apple of his eye. The church is the Lord's portion. The church is the Lord's inheritance. The church is the Lord's treasure. And the Lord is our portion and our treasure. And we are united with Jesus Christ. We are united with Christ inseparably. As branches to the vine. Persecuting us is persecuting Christ. And Jesus Christ is given by the Father all authority to judge. Jesus said, John 5, 27 through 29, and he has given him authority, that is to the Son, to judge because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this for a time is coming when all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come out. 
those who have done good will rise to live that is those who have trusted in god and those who have done evil will rise to be condemned god gave jesus christ the savior the authority to judge and punish every unrepentant sinner So St Paul said to the Athenians in the past God overlooked such ignorance but now commands you see I don't beg I command you to believe in Jesus Christ I command you to repent in the name of Christ I command you In the past God overlooked such ignorance but now he commands all people everywhere to repent If you don't like that the next verse for he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed who is that Jesus Christ he has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead And Jesus said then they will go away to eternal punishment Oh you don't like eternal hell the bible says so but the righteous to eternal life there is eternal hell and eternal life the same word as i said all sin of all sinners must be punished either in god's son or in the sinner and so you read the book of revelation chapter 6 when he opened the fifth seal i saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of god slain by enemies and the testimony they had maintained they called out from under the altar they called out in a loud voice How long sovereign lord holy and true until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood Then the kings of the earth the princes the generals the rich the mighty and every slave and every free man hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains they called to the mountains and the rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and notice from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of their wrath has come and who can stand god judges sin in sinners in sinners personal history that's in your life for this reason many of you are weak and sick and die that goes for believers and unbelievers did you ever make that connection maybe it is sin and this is especially so to the unbeliever god judges sin in sinner's personal history and beyond history in his final judgment and look at the flood all people were destroyed except eight 
Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. All people destroyed except three. And so St. Peter cites this historical record of God's judgment upon wicked people to show that he's going to do it again. Second Peter 2, for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell. You see, we took that word hell from the marketplace of discussion. It was the work of the devil. There is a hell. Yeah, teach kids there is hell. It's not a swear word. If that's the case, pastor is swearing all the time. (laughs) They made it a swear word. But send them to hell, putting them into gloomy dungeons to be held for judgment if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, And seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly and so on. He is citing history to show he's going to do it again in history and beyond history. Vengeance is mine. I will repay all sinners, says the Lord. God who knows all facts will right all wrongs in his time perfectly. He will gain glory for himself by saving his people and taking vengeance upon his enemies. Even now he punishes so he granted the power of the rod to the parents. Did you use that, sir? God appointed you as his agent to rule the family. Power of keys given to the officers of the church and we in this church use it. Handing over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. And the sword is given to the state. The state has authority to kill the wicked. But the final judgment is coming, sir. Dr. John Piper speaks of the wrath of God. He says the vengeance of God is God's response to sin. And he says the wrath of God is eternal. Daniel 12 verse 2. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some to eternal life. Others to eternal contempt. Second Thessalonians 1. God is what? Just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire 
with his powerful angels he will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus they will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power that means sent to hell so piper says that this vengeance is eternal and then he says it is of indescribable pain you think it is nothing when you sin in secret and in public indescribable pain Jesus said so Matthew 13 the son of man will send his angels and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil they will throw them the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth it was Jesus spoke more about hell than any other person Matthew 24:51 he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth Revelation 20 verse 14 the death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire where all sinners are also thrown The lake of fire is the second death. Oh, well, I'm a scientist. No, you are a fool. I'm a philosopher. No, you are a fool. Any person who contradicts what God has spoken is a fool. It is eternal. It is of indescribable pain and his punishment is just. Romans 2 verse 5 but because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed and piper says the fourth point is it is escapable the punishment of god is escapable hell is escapable believe in jesus christ in whom god punished all the sins of those who repent and believe on him acts 237 and 38 when the people heard this they were cut to the heart and said to peter and the other apostles brothers what shall we do peter replied repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins Acts 16:30 and 31 he then brought them out the jailer and asked sirs what must i do to be saved they replied believe in the lord jesus and you will be saved and your household Romans 10 verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord 
If Jesus is Lord, you are his born slave and live in obedience to him. And the next point is what's our responsibility to our persecutor, our enemy? Positively love the enemy by meeting his needs. Don't take revenge. Leave room for God's wrath because it is God's prerogative to punish all sinners and he will do it in history and beyond history. So positively our responsibility is to love our enemies by meeting their needs. That is, if your enemy hungers, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. And you read that even in the Old Testament, Exodus 23. If you come across your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, be sure to take back to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen down under its load... Do not leave it there. Be sure you help him with it. Bless him. Pray for him. Feed him. Do unto others what you would have them do unto you. Think of practical ways to help the enemy. For example, David, King David helped the fool by name Nabal, a rich person. He helped his property. And David heard that there is going to be a great feast in this fool's house, Nabal. But the fool rebuffed him. He was ungrateful. He was about to kill him and everybody else. Personal vengeance. And the fool's wife Abigail spoke and David listened and did not kill him. And let me read to you 1 Samuel 25, 38 and 39. About 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. Did you ever connect that heart attack had something to do with your sin? About 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Praise be to the Lord who has upheld my cause against Nabal for treating me with contempt. He has kept his servant from doing wrong. And has brought Nabal's wrongdoing down on his own head. And not only that, David and Saul, he had two opportunities to kill Saul. Who was bent on killing him. And there was a grand opportunity in 1 Samuel 26... Abishai said to David, today God has delivered your enemy into your hands. Now let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of my spear. I won't strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, don't destroy him. Who can lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? 
As surely as the Lord lives, he said, the Lord himself will strike him. Either his time will come and he will die or he will go into battle and perish. But the Lord forbid that I should lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. And God killed him. On Mount Gilboa, he committed suicide. And then we are told when you do good to your enemies, you heap coals of fire on their heads. That means you go ahead and do good to your enemy. Because he may see your kindness and be convicted of his sin and repent and believe on the Lord and be saved. In Acts chapter 2 verse 37 speaks about the conviction of the people who heard the message. It is stated they were cut to the heart. Katenugesen from katanuso. Which means to pierce through. To sting sharply. To feel severe pain of guilt of their sin. Holy Spirit convicts. He wounds to heal you. The purpose of God's kindness is to lead a person to what? To repentance. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness leads you toward what, sir? Repentance. But if one does not repent when he experiences the kindness of God through God's people, his punishment will be more severe when the Lord takes vengeance upon him. He will heap coals of fire on his head in a non-saving manner. Every reference to coals of fire in scriptures has to do with the dreadful divine judgment. Eternal, dreadful, just. It was this judgment that was outpoured upon Jesus Christ who suffered on the cross as our substitute. And if God poured out his wrath upon his son, you think he will not pour it out upon the rebels, the wicked, the arrogant, the unbelieving. And finally, verse 21, the principle that we have been expositing. Be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil by good. Negative and positive. Friends, Christ is victor. Did you know that, sir? Christ is victor. He has overcome the world, the devil, and death. Since we are united with him, his life is our life. His power is our power. His victory is our victory. So we overcome the world and the devil. The unbeliever is overcome by evil. He has no control. 
That is all he can do overcome by evil. But we overcome evil by doing good. By doing the will of God. So we resist the devil and he flees from us. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. We overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb. We defeat all our enemies by the power of the Spirit. We can do all things through him who gives us strength. By his grace we can do every good work and he gives grace to the humble, God-fearing and his grace is sufficient. Not only we are overcomers, we are told we super overcome. Hooper Nikabo. As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future or any powers, neither height or depth nor anything else in all creation is able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's why we are able to Overcome evil by good. Friends, so we live in the world. Though we are not of the world, we live in the world as the light of the world. We live in the world to show the way of salvation to the world by our holy life and faithful proclamation of the gospel. And they want me to say, okay, for people to come to church and worship and fornicate. I say no. I say no. We shine as light in the world and we proclaim the gospel because we are in the world for the sake of the world that people may be saved through us. The wrath of God is sure. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. He will surely repay every sinner. His judgment will be just. God will gain glory for himself as he did when he defeated the Egyptians and their gods and delivered the Israelites by his mighty deeds. I said his punishment will be eternal, dreadful and just. Yet today this judgment is escapable. To all who repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, soon we must die. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. There is no salvation after death. There is judgment after death. So hear the command of God... He commands all people everywhere to repent. He commands all people everywhere to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 John 3, 23. 
And he commands all people to prove their repentance by love. Are you ready to escape the eternal, dreadful, and just judgment, justice of God? You shall never mock him. It will not happen. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to be more humble, more thankful. Help us to shine as stars in a crooked and perverse generation. Help us to proclaim the gospel that people of the world may come to see our good deeds and trust in Jesus Christ and join us to worship God. And we remember the truth that God poured out his wrath that was against us upon his own son. That he did not spare him because he cannot spare him. He must be just and justifier of all people who believe in Jesus Christ. Abraham was saved on the basis of the atonement of Jesus Christ and all people of the Old Testament were saved by believing in Jesus Christ and we all believe in Jesus Christ and we are saved and saved forever because every sin we committed and may commit is atoned by the death of Jesus Christ And he cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me to save us? And we refuse to take vengeance upon our enemies because there is no need for it. God will do it. But in the meantime, we will do good to the world, to the enemies. And we pray for them. That God in his grace may grant them repentance that they may be saved. Even as you saved us.